0: to God as you come in you'll notice that we are on multiple platforms this morning you're watching Kristen Valley worships you're watching fellowship with champions you're watching Sean Strickland you're watching Edward Strickland listen we're across the board this morning so I'm so thankful to see all of you joining I'm going to give you a little bit of time to just tag and share uh, people you normally come to worship with come on and tag and share good morning Danielle good morning Earl good morning Chandra Good morning. Good to see everyone. Come on in. Glorify the name of the Lord. It's the second Sunday in 2021. Hallelujah. It is the year of release, and I'm excited to be worshiping with you. Can you hear me? Okay. Can you hear? Okay.
1: Good. You can hear me. You can hear the keyboard. Okay.
0: All right. We are good to go. Listen, I'm excited about Jesus. God is so good. I'm seeing your good mornings. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Come on and get in a posture. Come on and get in a posture of worship this morning. We give you glory, Jesus. Nobody like you anywhere. Somebody shout unto God with the voice of triumph. We love you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you praise. Come on and give God a shout of praise in the comments. As you tag and share, I appreciate it, but I need to see your worship. Your heart's going in the comments. Come on, about 13 seconds of praise and worship. If we were together, I would ask you to give God a thunderous applause because he is so worthy of praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is God's power. To everyone that believes it. Do you believe it this morning? To everyone that receives it, we share sing that again thank you lord thank you lord we are not ashamed of the gospel of jesus christ but To everyone, to everyone that believes it. Oh, it's to everyone who receives it. We share. shout, I shall have everlasting life. Thank you, Lord. God's word, his word, is a light unto my pathway. His word, his word, is a lamp unto my feet. Yeah. God's word is guaranteed to set you free to set you free, to set the captives free, to live eternally, let's sing that part again, God's word, his word, it's healing to every nation, thank you Lord. Oh, his word, his word is power unto salvation. God's word, his word came all the way, all the way from glory. Hallelujah. And he made, made the blind to see. Hallelujah, we give you honor Jesus. Oh, we are not ashamed. We are not ashamed. Of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Oh, we are not ashamed, we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. life we thank you for your word Lord we thank you for your word for we have everlasting we are not ashamed of the gospel of jesus christ for we have for we have the power It this morning. everlasting life we are not ashamed of the gospel of jesus christ for it is the power ah god unto salvation thank you lord and we just give you the fruit of our lips lord come on write in the comments go ahead and just give god a shout of praise come on with your words affirmation this morning god bless you hallelujah Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You get the glory. Hallelujah. You get the praise. Hallelujah. You get the glory. That's all we're saying. Hallelujah. You get the praise. Oh, hallelujah. You get the glory. Hallelujah. You get the praise. Hallelujah. You get the glory. Hallelujah. You get the praise. Help me say, hallelujah. You get the glory. Hallelujah. You get the praise. Come on and just give God a shout of praise in the comments. Come on and just worship Him. You get the glory. For when freedom comes, for when justice comes, you'll get the glory. You'll get the glory. You get the glory, Lord. You get the glory. Hallelujah. You get the glory. Hallelujah. You get the praise. Come on and just give them the fruit of your lips. All I have. All I have needed. Your hand has provided, Lord. Hand, your hand has provided. So I say, Hallelujah. So I say, Thank you, Jesus. You're better over us, is love. I say, Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory, Lord.
2: you the honor, Lord.
0: Thank you, Lord. Where else would we go, Lord? Where else do we turn, Lord, but to you? We turn our hearts to you, Lord. We turn our hearts to you, Lord. We turned our minds to you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You get the glory. Hallelujah. give God a shout of praise and say thank you. Thank you, Lord. We say thank you, Lord. We say thank you, Lord. We say thank you, Lord. We We give you honor. Hallelujah. If we were together, I would ask you to clap real, real big. But since I can't see you, I can just trust that you're clapping. I can see those hearts in my mind. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're so wonderful. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. In my life, be glorified be glorified in my life be glorified be glorified gonna sing it again in my life be glorified be glorified Oh in my life Be glorified Be glorified. This is what we're saying. You get the glory You get the praise You take the honor. Thank you. You get the glory you get the praise oh you take the honor thank you you get the glory you get the praise you take the honor thank you come on and say you get the glory out of my life you get the praise I'll forever lift you up you take the honor Lord Thank you, wanna say thank you, thank you, help me say thank you, thank you, Lord, thank you. You've been so good to us, Lord, and we just wanna say thank you, thank you, oh, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you. We haven't seen the best yet, but we wanna say thank you for what you've done. We're living our best days ahead. Yes, we are, Jesus. We say thank you. Lord, you've been so good. I want to say thank you. With everything I have, Lord, you've been so kind. I want to say it. I want to say. Hallelujah, Lord, you've been so merciful, so faithful, God. And we want to say, we've got to say, thank you, Lord. Come on, write in the comments. Go ahead and give him a shout. For all he's done in your life. Thank you, Lord. Lord, you've been so Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. You loose my shackles and you set me free, you've been mighty good, you've been mighty good. You loose my shackles and you set me free, you've been mighty good, you've been mighty good. You loose my shackles, and you set me free. You've been mighty good. You've been mighty good. You loose the chains that once had me bound. You've been mighty good. You've been mighty good. You loose the chains that once had me bound. Oh! You've been mighty good, Lord. You've been mighty good. Come on and give them praise. Lose my shackles and you set me free. You've been mighty good, mighty good. You lose my shackles and you set me free. You've been mighty good, you've been mighty good. Come on in the comments and go ahead and just give God praise. Thanking him for his goodness, thanking him for his kindness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You lose my shackles and you set me free. You've been mighty good. You've been mighty good. Thank you, Lord. You get the glory. You get the praise. You take the honor, thank you. You get the glory, you get the praise. You take the honor, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. 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 Come on and just give God a shout of praise with the voice of triumph. There is nobody like God anywhere We've tasted and seen his goodness, and we just want to completely say, throw our arms in the air and say, thank you, Lord. That's what we want to say this morning. Thank you for being merciful. Thank you for being kind. Thank you, Lord. And I just want to thank you, Lord. You've been so good. Thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord. Come on, just play there. Hallelujah. Come on and sing that with me. Hallelujah. Worse. you
2: lord
1: thank you guys so much for joining Kristen valley worship you
0: don't have to go anywhere
2: you don't have to
0: move go get your drink of coffee come right back we're starting in about three minutes with fellowship of champions church doctor pastors Pastor Edwin and Sean Strickland. I'm so excited about the word. Listen, sit back, relax. Listen, we're back right here in about three minutes. God bless you. I love you guys so much. Take care. See you next week.
3: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. morning. Welcome to Fellowship of Champions virtual service. We're super excited to have you. This is 2021, the year of release. And I'm Pastor Sean Strickland here with my super cute husband, Pastor Edwin Strickland. Mm -hmm. And we are excited. So one, we want to make sure, can you hear us? Can you hear us? Can you hear us this morning? want to encourage you guys to get everybody here you know all we have virtual partners from all over the planet we invite all of our virtual partners here if you see somebody that hasn't shown up yet maybe they're grabbing their coffee go ahead and tag them in here they say they can hear praise the lord so i'm going to ask you guys to do something especially if you're watching on the fellowship of champions page check in this morning if you are watching on the fellowship of Champions page check in this morning. Check in, like the page. Listen, we are thoroughly committed to reaching as many people as we can all over the world, right? So we are constantly working. We're using StreamYard to be able to stream to multiple platforms. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we both noticed is that as we stream to different platforms, we get people who weren't coming to the Fellowship of Champions page.
4: Yeah, we get people every single week who go, oh my God, I didn't know, you know, your ministry existed. I was so blessed by the word. I love your uh, casualness, I love your realness, I love your authenticity. Uh, I'll be back. So it's awesome people keep sharing the videos more and more people get exposed to it The ultimate goal is to just lead people to jesus christ
3: Hey, I also want to bring your attention to something You guys may notice that periodically somebody drops their cash app in and they say that they have a problem and they need some money Do not give to those that's a new facebook scam and I see that a lot on mindset monday where people come in Please don't give to that there. I guarantee you if someone needs help, you know, someone personally who needs help. Do not get scammed by these people on social media.
4: And not to mention we have a team who will, when those people do that, we can gather their information and if it is indeed a need, we will reach out and help them. But what we don't want you to do is to become a, a victim, so to speak, because someone um, has learned to put something up there that sounds good. And then you try to help them and then you cash at them and then they somehow get your cash app information and then take your information and do something nefarious with it. We just want You to be careful.
3: What's that word you said? Nefarious. What does that mean?
4: Dangerous, suspect, steal your money. Yeah.
3: (laughs) So we're so basically our prayer team, I mean, our administrative team, if they see those things come up, they're gonna take the information and they're gonna pull it down because we don't want anybody taken advantage of. And again, I guarantee you that you personally know someone who has a need that you can meet their need. You don't have to give to people that you don't know because you get. In fact, the Bible tells us that not giving under compulsion, not giving under duress, different things like that. But unfortunately, there always have been scammers and they have found that if they go to church places, that church people are going to help them. Don't be a victim. Be wise. All right. Now, so we want to give you our announcements this week as we get ready to get started. So I am super excited because tomorrow is, um, it's now called Strategies for Success with Sean Strickland.
4: Because it used to be called.
3: Mindset Monday. But now it's called. Strategies for Success. Uh, Strategies for Success. And it's every Monday at noon central. And um, guess who's joining me tomorrow?
4: Who? Who's joining me tomorrow? <laughs> I'm going to be joining Pastor Sean tomorrow for the one of her strategies for success.
3: So he is joining me tomorrow and we're going to be talking about something really important. We're going to be talking about um, dealing with the spirit of scarcity. And we're going to be specifically talking about how people um, sometimes are missing opportunities to grow because they don't put the proper value in investing yep. in themselves. And so join us noon. And then on Tuesday. Um, oh wait, let me say this tomorrow. We start our corporate fast.
4: We do tomorrow
3: We we start our corporate fast listen
4: Make sure you're tagging and sharing get people on here so they can hear about this So that way everybody knows the direction especially if you are a local or virtual partner fellowship of champions You want to be Um in line and step with the house and so we want to make sure that we get this information to you So go ahead if you haven't tagged your friends family shared this on your timeline Share it in groups where you have the right to do that go ahead and do that now let's pull everybody over here uh and, and get that taken care of so there is going to be um so there's going to be
3: corporate um we're, we're starting our corporate fast and we're going to be sharing about that. And then also the prayer team is going to be praying every morning at 630 a.m. from this platform. They're going to be praying at 630 a.m. from this platform. And so because we have some initiatives that we're going to be talking about during prayer and then Ralph is going to be doing mindset. I mean, going to be doing refresh Bible study on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central And so we're gonna really just spend 21 days pressing into what the Lord has for us because we believe that this is the season of release that this is the time for you to experience all of the amazing things and one of the things i said in my pre-video this morning because i do a pre-sermon before the sermon um which is that release isn't just about good things coming to our life it's about the junk god wants to get out of our life right and when we talk about somebody having a release date from prison What we're doing is saying they're coming out of that place. And so our expectation over this next 21 days is that everything that has held you in bondage, everything that has held you in bondage will be broken over your life so that you are free because sometimes we're receiving what God has for us, mm. but we also have these other things in our life that are hindering our ability to receive sure. or they're working against it. Right? Yep. So for example, you're sowing season, you're believing God for financial harvest, you get financial harvest, but you still have this wrong expectation to people. And so literally the harvest isn't profiting you because the enemy is stealing it because of what you're in bondage to. So our expectation is for this to be a great season of breakthrough. Everybody shout breakthrough and release. Put Amen. that in the comments, breakthrough and release. You Break- know, you know Jesus
4: said these kind come out, but by prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. And there are some things that won't be released to us from us or or through us if we're not participating in the in in the work of prayer and fasting
3: prayer and there there are
4: some things you can't just you can't just hope away you can't just wish away there are some things you can't practically just do the principles away it says there are some things that come out but by prayer and fast. Well, because
3: some of the oppression in our life is not just mental. No, it's actually demonic. The Bible says we have an adversary who goes about seeking who he can devour, Mm -hmm. right? And so we have to learn to use the principles. And one of the things that we see sometimes is that believers don't always want to use the principles because some of the principles that God has called us to use, they can feel uncomfortable to our flesh. Mm -hmm. But we've got to grow up and not be led by our flesh. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't talk Talk about it a lot, but you and I—we fast quite a bit. We do. We fast throughout the year, and and we're going to walk you. And we don't always
4: ask the church to do it when we're doing
3: it. We don't always ask. Most of the time, we don't ask the church. But as a born again believer who wants to walk in power. Fasting should be a part of your life. So what we're saying to you is that this should not be the only fast that you do this year. And even the fasting where we're doing on Tuesday, where we were fasting Mm -hmm. on Tuesday, where we fast no sweets Mm -hmm. and no junk from Monday um, at 8 p.m. till after prayer on Tuesday, that shouldn't be the only fasting that you want to do. And as we walk through this, you're going to see that. So again, we want to challenge you to check in on the fellowship of champions page. If you haven't also, if you're a first time visitor, could you let us know that you're a first time visitor? We have some virtual greeters who want to greet you. And um, we've got a lot of new and exciting things coming up. Pastor Edwin and I were talking about this, that because we have so many virtual partners now. Yes.
4: And I like to say like this, we have so many virtual partners. Because
3: we have so (laughs) many virtual partners now, what we're going to do is we're going to create an FOC um, virtual group for partners who don't live in Northwest Arkansas. Now that doesn't mean that people who live in Northwest Arkansas can't be in it, but there's a difference between sometimes the communication that we're having locally and the communication that we want all our partners to have. So you'll be seeing the opportunity if you are a virtual partner, if you want to be a virtual partner, could you guys put that link up there? FOC is a church that's teaching people how to walk in love, live by faith and experience God's prosperity in every area of life. That means we want the people of God to win. I
4: was just saying all of our virtual partners who have submitted a form via the website. Uh, I believe it's up there right now the virtual partnership registration link you should have received either last Last week or the end of the week before that you should have received a welcome Hello from foc So if you filled out that form and you haven't checked your email check your email You should have something for us. So those of you that are filling out the virtual partnership form We do have your information and we appreciate that you are a partner of foc uh, And we sent some information out to you last week and we'll be thinking we'll be sending out emails or adding you to this group that
3: we're going to create this week so we can so we can impact and communicate with our virtual partners the way that we impact and communicate with our virtual with our partners here again if you are a partner here you can be a part of both groups right you can be a part of both groups so listen we want to pray and we want to get started into this teaching because we have a lot that we want to share with you today and we hope it will be a tremendous blessing to you we hope that we pray that your hearts will be open to the teaching that God has for you because it is your season of breakthrough and it is your season of release but you're going to have to participate you're going to have to participate in your own rescue so let's pray most gracious heavenly father lord we give you praise with much thanksgiving you are so gracious and you are so kind we love you we adore you we thank you that you said anytime that we could see here and understand that we would be converted and that we would be healed and so we declare that today is our day of conversion regarding revelation of prayer and fasting and as a result healing will spring forth in our lives we thank you for Jesus because of Jesus we are redeemed we thank you for the Holy Spirit because you lead us into truth and so we thank you even now Holy Spirit speak to everybody watching everybody who will watch and let the scales fall off of our eyes and bring us into truth regarding fasting and the breakthrough power attached to it we declare this is the year of release in Jesus name Amen. 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 Now, I don't know if we did this, but we want to see this this morning as we get started. Where are you watching from? Hashtag live and tell us where you're watching from. Um, Hashtag live and tell us where you're watching.
4: And if you're a first time visitor, make sure you let us know that you are a first time visitor. We would love to say hello to you and have our virtual greeters uh, to welcome you to Fellowship of Champions Church International.
3: All right. We got Mesquite, Texas in here. And so put the people up so that we can see. So today our topic is um, the the breakthrough power of prayer and fasting, mm-hmm. the breakthrough power of prayer and fasting. And so we've got several points that we've going to make. We're going to give you some information. And one of the things that we're going to teach today, you're going to get a copy of it. You're going to have the ability to get a copy of it so you will be able to see it, right? Yep. Yep. So we're declaring that this is the year, based on what Holy Spirit has said to us, mm-hmm. that this is the year of release. It is. We also believe that we are continuing the year of harvest. It's become a season of Harvest, mm-hmm. right? That means that we are expecting that our partners and our church will walk triumphantly through 2021 no matter what happens in the world. Amen. Right? Amen. Now, what we know this is we know that every prophetic word requires personal participation. Say it again. Every prophetic word requires personal Participation. Yes. So it's important that you understand that, guys, because it's not enough for you to say you're released, you're released, you're released while you continue to walk in disobedience. Right. You're released, you're released, you're released while you won't apply for the job. You're released, you're released, you're released while you won't study your word. Every personal prophecy requires your personal participation or you will miss out on what God has. And in fact, there are some people who saw that in 2020. We declared that it was the year of harvest. Yes. And so many of our partners from all over the world, because they agreed with us, because they oh, they practiced obeying God. What happened is, is that even in the midst of, pand- of a pandemic, they had a breakout year. Yes. If you had a breakout year last year, you should put in the comments. I had a breakout year. Amen. You literally Amen. saw God make a way out of no way. You saw God preserve you. You saw God give you supernatural mm-hmm. advantages. Some of you got jobs. You got houses. You Overcame sicknesses all types of stuff because you chose to believe the word now the Bible tells us if you believe God you're going to be established, Mm -hmm. but if you believe the prophet you're going to prosper part of believing the prophet is obedience it's obedience it's not enough for me to say when you made the declaration several years ago that god wanted everybody in our church and mm-hmm. see if you're a virtual partner you ought to be excited about this that god wanted everybody in our church to make six figures why because there were so because one he wanted to break the yoke of poverty mm-hmm. off of our lives mm-hmm. and there were so many people to reach who needed financial assistance mm-hmm. even though you were my husband i had to grab hold of that yep. word and then do the things in my business that would allow that to become yep. reality yep. and i I think that this is really important because if you don't do that part what ends up happening is that people end up getting discouraged mm. and saying it doesn't really work and it's not that it doesn't work it's that you didn't believe enough to participate. Yep. Yep. So the number one thing we want you to understand point number 1 which is that every provision of God for his people will be contended against. Mm. Every provision of God for his people will be contended against. In Matthew it tells us that the enemy comes immediately to steal the word. So that means that when we begin to declare that there is breakthrough power of prayer and fasting the enemy is coming immediately to try to steal that. Mm -hmm. When we say it's the year of release the enemy is coming immediately to try to steal that. So we're going to use a scripture. We've got some scriptures. 1 Corinthians 16 and 9 it says for a great door and effectual is open unto me and there are many many adversaries. So anytime there is a great door open Mm -hmm. for us. Release is a great door. The season of great harvest is a great door. It says that the door is open for us but there are going to be many adversaries. Mm -hmm. There are going to be many adversaries. That's 1 Corinthians, the 16th chapter and the ninth verse. There are going to be many adversaries. Now, we don't have to be afraid of those um, adversaries. We just need the right tools to overcome. Mm -hmm. We need the right tools to overcome. Then the second scripture I'm going to give you is Deuteronomy 2 and 24. Deuteronomy 2 And 24, it says, rise ye up and take your journey and pass over the river Arnon. Behold, I have given into thy hand Sion, the Amorite, king of Heshbon and his land to possess it and begin to possess it and contend with him in battle. Mm -hmm. So what it says to us is that when God has given us land, he's given us the land of harvest. He's given us the land of breakthrough. He's given us this different land. It says that when, when, when the enemy realizes that God has given you a certain land, he is going to come to do warfare against you. And it's one of the reasons that I said, and you said that we've got to challenge the believers to grow up Mm -hmm. because. So many people are excited about the prophetic words, but because they don't understand. Hear this. The Bible says that we were born into sin, born into sin. We were born into sin. That means that because of what Adam and Eve did, we were put into bondage, Mm -hmm. right? Even without our Mm -hmm. choice, you were born into sin. You didn't choose to be a sinner. You were born a sinner because of Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. Then Jesus came to redeem us. Mm -hmm. The Bible says he translated us out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. But the Bible also tells us that this world until the lease is wrapped up, this world is still under the dominion of Satan. Now. this is going to help some of you because you're frustrated about why you don't see the global world changing. But the Bible says that's not the time for that yet. That what is the time for is for the believers of God to recognize that they've been translated out of and into something so they can live. So because we're in the world, but not of the world, when the word of God is released, the enemy comes to see if he can talk you out of Mm -hmm. it. He comes to see if he can talk me out of it. He comes to see if he can put enough pressure on you enough pressure on me if he can create enough trouble enough en- enough drama that we will say it's okay I will just stay where I am Absolutely. so you need to know that this year yep. your year of release it will be contended against from the enemy mm-hmm. some of you you want to come out of sexual sin some of you you want to come out of financial struggle you want to come out of going backwards and moving forwards and going backwards again the enemy is going to contend with you but you don't have to be afraid you don't have to be afraid
4: Mm -hmm. so you can do point two well you know the good thing about this though because I always my mind's always working kind of backwards right yeah Um, and so and I say that in a sense like if I'm trying to get to point from point A to B I want to start at B and work my way back because then that helps me to know how to get to point B Mm -hmm. so when I hear you say that every provision of God for his people will be contended against I hear every promise of God I must contend for oh I love that If every promise of God is going to be contended against, then it is an indication for me that every promise is a God I must contend for. And if I'm going to contend for it, then that tells me that no matter, no matter what's being said about the year of release, no matter what's being said about, it, it's still my season of great harvest. I have to understand right now today, early in this year, that the promises that God has made for me for this year, for this, disp- this small dispensation of time is going to be contended against. But the reality is it just means I need to contend for, it. I need to contend. In for- other words, I don't need to let every problem, every circumstance, every situation come and knock me off of the path God has put me on because in reality if I'm going to contend for it then what I've got to do is I've got to know right now today that I'm going to have to develop a righteous resolve Mm -hmm. and I'm going to have to develop a regimen of faith. Mm -hmm. I've got to know that right now prayer and fasting and sowing and giving those things are going to be monumental in my life in order for me to contend for what God has because it's almost like tug of war. In tug of war, you're contending to get That's the flag good. That's across good. the line.
2: That's good. And, and,
4: and, and sometimes you're pulling stronger than your opponent. And sometimes you get weak and your opponent begins to pull on you. God says, don't get, don't grow weary. In your well-doing, keep contending. Be steadfast, be steadfast, unmovable. unmovable, yes, firmly planted, living your life with unshakable confidence, knowing that when you partner with God, your labor is not in vain and it's not a waste of time. Yes, that is the reason we have to contend for the word. So, how do we contend for the word? Point number two, believers need the right weapons in order for to have victorious living Yes. or believers need the right weapons in order to contend for the word. So how do we contend for the word? Well, we know we receive uh, encouragement and prophecies. You mentioned the fact about that when you believe God, you're established, but when you believe his prophets, his prophets, you prosper. Mm -hmm. Well, the Bible tells us in first Timothy one and 18, it says, hold on. Well, when we talk about prophecies and weapons, right? Mm-hmm. Prophecies and weapons of our warfare bring the will of God into the earth realm, right? Yes. So, so when I hear a when I hear a prophet speak, what I have to be willing to do is I have to be willing at that time to say, okay, I've heard the word.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: I'm not just hearing the word from that person, but this is the That's word of the good. Lord. This is the word of the Lord. If I just hear I love you, but if I just hear you say something, I can accept that or reject that. But when I hear God say something, it it should become so real to me that there is no other reality other than his word.
3: Well, and that speaks to a very important problem that many times people like their pastors, Mm -hmm. but they don't really see their pastors and their leaders as having a word from God Mm -hmm. for them. And so they don't understand that God cares so much about them that when he says this is the season of release, that's a word for the people to expect victory and to position themselves for victory, to position themselves. First Timothy 1 and 8, it actually says, Timothy, my son, I am giving you this command in keeping with the prophecies once made about you that by recalling them you will fight the battle well. So prophecies are designed to help us fight well. We used it last year with the year of harvest, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. With the year of harvest. That word, you were supposed to remember that word every time your money got funded. Yep. You were supposed to remember that word every time the government or reported that they weren't releasing money. You were supposed to remember that word. He says, I'm giving you this command in keeping with the prophecies that have been made over you so that you may so that by recalling them, you may fight the battle well. You can't recall what you didn't know, mm-hmm. which is why it's so important. Now, um, there's a, a scripture in Second Corinthians 10 that, you know, I'm going to let you read um, it. And so,
4: but it's talking about how we fight. Mm -hmm. It's how we fight. Yeah. Well, but know, it's a familiar scripture. It basically says we cast down every imagination Mm -hmm. and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. It says we bring those things into captivity, every thought to the obedience. Watch this, the obedience of Christ, your weapon, how you're going to contend is going to be your obedience. I I know we say that a lot. I know we stress it a lot. I know that people kind of almost say that, well, Pastor and Pastor Ed, talk about obedience every week. I don't know what else we're supposed to talk about. It is the weapon that is designed to call you to prosper in every season. Okay, so let me say this because people will say, "Well, worship is a weapon." It is studying your
3: word is a weapon. It is sowing seed
4: so, is a weapon. Work- so, so let me weapon. say it like this: It's like having a twenty-two. It's like having a nine millimeter. It's like having a forty-five, or it's like having a, a fifty caliber. D- depending on what you are fighting g- your weapon would work a 22 may work sometime it ain't going to work all the time
2: mm-hmm. a
4: 50 caliber going to work every time it's going to work every time obedience is the biggest weapon you have to con- against the enemy coming to get your stuff you don't got hype today though because it's it's so simple it's like look if you want to be successful Do what successful people do. The most successful person we can ever find in the world was Jesus Christ. What did he say? He said, I only do what my father told me to do. He said, I can't even say anything other than what the father told me to say. He said, I say what the father tells me to say. I go where the father tells me to go. And I do what the father tells me to do. And because of those three things, he was successful at every endeavor. Well, and that that really goes
3: to the point is that, you know, people will try to make these individual things. The weapon, right? Mm -hmm. Except if you're sowing seed when he told you to fast, you're not using the weapons. And many times in our flesh, we want to give God the weapon we think should be most effective. So he's telling us something we're like, oh, I'm going to offer the Lord a fast. He didn't offer. He didn't tell you to fast. He told you to work on your resume. I'm going to give the Lord a seed. He told you to repent and to say you're sorry to your husband. And so that is why I love that we say obedience is the weapon do what he tells you to do
4: believers need the right weapons for victorious living if we wanted to build a house it is possible for someone to build a house with just a hammer and some nails and a handsaw if you if you want to frame a house you know how long it would take you to use a handsaw to 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 cut all that wood and the lumber and everything you need to frame a house there are tools that make it more efficient There are tools that make it faster. There are tools that make it safer. And obedience is your main tool. So yes, I'll say it today. I'll say it next week. I'll say it halfway through the year. i say it at the end of the year. Obedience is your weapon that allows you to contend. The Bible says that God's word is like an anchor For our soul if his word is like an anchor for our soul then that means that when the winds of the world come and they begin to blow even though we may be moving on the top we ain't moved on the bottom because we're anchored we're anchored we sway with the waves we don't get overturned by the waves so if something comes and I wasn't expecting it I roll with the punches I adapt I change I pivot I do what's necessary why because God's always speaking he's always talking there's no situation that ever comes and catches him by surprise. So if every provision of God for his people is going to be contended against, then I know today i got to contend for every one of those. And if I'm going to have to contend for every one of those, i got to know that I need a righteous resolve and a regiment of faith to do it. Why am I going to need a righteous resolve and a regiment of faith? Because I'm going to have an opportunity not to obey. Mm -hmm. And when that opportunity not to obey comes up, I need to be able to cast down every stronghold, every imagination, and every high thing that exalts itself against the Idea of me obeying God. Well, and I love it because if you look at Second Corinthians, if you get to the
3: end of that, we you, when we talk about it, we usually talk about, oh, so for though mm-hmm. we walk in the flesh, we do not war mm-hmm. after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. Everybody likes that part of the verse. Then casting down imaginations and every high thing it's all this up against the knowledge of God. But here's the thing that it matters. It says bringing into captivity. Every thought to the obedience of Christ.
4: And who's and who's going to bring it into captivity? Me. You I'm going to bring my you, own thought. We're not into waiting captivity. on God to come down and say, "Oh, you're going to obey today." You have to make that decision. Yes. You have to bring every thought into captivity. You have to do that.
3: And then it says, "And having in a readiness to revenge all, all disobedience, all disobedience, all disobedience." All disobedience when you're disobed- when your obedience is fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is the thing. This is why obedience has to be the foundation. Why? Because many times. So here's a good example. Um, I'm trying to cast poverty out of my life. Poverty is just disobedience. It's Satan stealing prosperity from the people of God, right? right? right. But I'm refusing to apologize to you when Mm -hmm. God tells me to. The Bible says that I cannot... take revenge over disobedience until I am walking in obedience. Mm -hmm. And I believe if people would really understand this, you would understand that obedience really is an issue of life and death. That when I obey God, I have authority to speak to the disobedient things in my life. When I'm practicing disobedience, I don't have any authority to speak to the disobedient things in my life. Parenthetically, that's why some of you are struggling with your minor children being obedient Obedience, because you practice disobedience. Mm. You can't cast out a spirit that you operate in. I think in. the Bible
4: says, "How can visible cast out visible?"
3: That's exactly right. Now let's add this to it, because some of you may be thinking, "Well, I don't really feel like fasting, and God didn't tell me to." Well, I'm so glad you said that. If you are part of this house, then God told you to fast. When did God tell you to fast? When He told us to call mm-hmm. a fast? And many times what we see is that people, they will want to claim the prophetic word of breakthrough, but they're like, but I'm not going to fast. I'm they're, not participating. They don't want to contend. They too. don't want to contend. They're yeah. like, we want you to go and contend. We're going to send all of our prayer requests to the prayer team. we go going to let the pastors fast. we go going to let the leaders fast. And what we go going to do is while y'all are fasting and believing God, we go keep balling out like we're balling out. And that is the reason that when many of you get to the end of the year, let me just be frank, your year is still you raggedy because when we mm. were contending and putting in the fight, you were deciding that you did not have to be a part of the team. So you literally were coming to a ministry expecting to get the blessing of that ministry, but refusing to continue. Mm. Right. So that's good. So then number three, prayer and fasting increases the power of God we are able to operate in. Prayer and fasting increases the power of God that we are able to operate in. The power dimension that you operated with last year is not sufficient for this year. Mm -hmm. The Bible says we should go from glory to glory and faith to faith. Mm -hmm. God is expecting us to increase in power. Mm -hmm. But then in Matthew 17 and 21, now here's the story of Matthew 17 and 21. Jesus had already given his disciples authority. Mm -hmm. He had already told them in Luke 10 that they could go out. They had authority over devils. They had authority over death. They could... Um, they could demonstrate the kingdom now fast forward there was a man who brought his son to the disciples because his son was sorely vexed by a demon yep. that demon was known as epilepsy he would have spells the spells would throw him into the water the spells would the throw fire. him into the fire you can tell that this is a parent who is not getting any rest because how can you rest when your kid may either burn themselves or or or, or drown themselves yeah. right they he comes to the disciples and the Bible says his the disciples could do nothing as the man was preparing to leave discouraged Jesus came down yep. off of the mountain but where had Jesus been? praying. Praying. He came down off of the mountain praying, and the man is like, can you do anything? Jesus says, this is the wrong question. The question is not, can I do anything? The question is, can you believe anything? Some of you are looking at your situations right now, asking God, can you do anything? Wrong question. Mm. The question is, can Mm. you believe anything? Do you have the courage to believe that God can break you through as you obey him no matter what the world is doing? Do you believe that he's a Healer, Do you believe that he's a restore? And the man says, I believe, but help my unbelief. Mm-hmm. The man is saying, yes, I've seen the miracles, but I've also seen my son mm-hmm. and I'm struggling. And Jesus had mercy on him.
4: He was honest.
3: He was honest. Mm-hmm. He was honest and Jesus had mercy on him. But understand this, when Jesus first calls the spirit out of the boy, the boy actually begins to manifest in a greater way Mm -hmm. because that's often what the enemy does,
4: that when something is broken, he wants you to think it's not broken, so you will go, nothing happened. Because really what the enemy's trying to do and and he tried to do it with Jesus, which lets you know that there is uh, there's nothing new really under the sun. Mm-hmm. So in the story you're talking about, as, as as Jesus calls the affliction, the demonic entity within that young man causing him to have these seizures, he calls it out. Well, most people go, Well, why didn't it come out? Well, it started to, to manifest to a greater level. Why? Because what it wanted to do is it wanted to it wanted Jesus to operate in his humanity and to see with his eyes and and to to function with his senses that, oh my gosh, this thing is so bad. Maybe the word doesn't work. Oh, but Jesus Mm. wasn't moved. Mm -hmm. There are so many times, let me tell you, let me look at the camera and tell y'all this. There are so many times that you're praying for deliverance, you're praying for breakthrough, you're praying for release, you're praying for harvest. And before you see it, things get worse. Why? Because the enemy wants you to function in your humanity other than your divinity because he wants you to see things with the natural so that you will discount God's word. But I am telling you that's why you have to contend for the word. Jesus contended. He said, no, no, no. You can act a fool if you want to, but you coming out. You, coming you out. are leaving here today. And the Bible says if the boy fell down like he was Damn And then Jesus reached down and grabbed his hand and said, Get up, up, boy. Get up, boy. You You fine. You You fine.
3: (laughs) But Jesus could do that because he was full of the word. He
4: wasn't moved by what he saw.
3: And if we're honest, the reason so many of us are moved is because we have a word deficiency. Mm. You have a word deficiency. You know more of what the president said. You know more of what your company said. Mm -hmm. You know more of what your mom and them said. You don't know. Hear what I'm saying to you. I just memorize what the Bible says. Mm. I said, you don't know it through intimate. It's interesting. One of the the interesting things that we've had many times in our life Mm -hmm. is that for whatever reason, people are fascinating because they actually think they know you better than I know you. Yeah. And we're in situations where someone is trying to tell me based on social media, based on seeing you in a setting that they know how you are. And so many times I've been like, you know of him, but you don't actually know him. Mm. Many of you know of the word, Uh. but you don't actually know the word. Mm. And that's why you flinch. (laughs) And that's what, see, listen, the enemy wants to play chicken with you. Anybody in high school know anything about chicken? (laughs) Chicken is this game that dumb people do when they don't know that they can die, where two cars drive towards each other super fast. To see who is going to blink first The enemy wants to play chicken with you And when you don't know the word He gets you to blink And many of you have been pushed out of your position Mm -hmm. So many times Because at the end of the day You knew of the word You did not actually know Mm -hmm. the word Now when Jesus gets through healing the boy and he's with his disciples by himself, the disciples are like, why couldn't we do anything? Now, I thought it was so interesting that they expected to be able to do something, Mm -hmm. but it didn't move. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said to them, because there are some things that only come out by prayer and fasting. So you confessed and it didn't move. You sowed seeds and Mm. it didn't move. You quoted scriptures and it didn't move. Then that means you need some power weapons. It is the combination of prayer and fasting to break the back of that thing mm-hmm. that is operating in your life. Mm-hmm. My goodness. That is good. He said, there are some things that ain't moving unless you pray in yeah. fast. Yeah. I don't care how many, I love Jesus t-shirts you yeah. wear. I don't care how many declarations you make. I don't care how much seed you sow. There are some things that you can only break because you get the word and you go into battle in the spiritual realm through prayer and fasting that's right that's prayer right.
4: and fasting, and it's so important because prayer and fasting we don't the the the, the newfangled churches you use that word you know the, the, like the, to the say newfangled that. church we, we don't we don't spend a lot of time talking about praying and fasting and when we talk about praying uh, so many times in the church when i hear people when i hear people talk about about praying i'm, I'm so glad we have uh minister chandra and in, in the book that she put out because it really teaches people about what prayer is prayer ain't begging I was having a conversation with somebody on the phone the other day. And they got so frustrated at me because I was simply I saying, heard. To them. "I know." <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, "You can say the prayers." You, you, I'm asking God. Listen. Prayer is more than you giving God a laundry list of stuff that you want. Prayer is saying what God has already said. It's communicating. I'm communicating back to God, his word to him, because his word is the only thing that can't fail. The Bible says that heaven and hell would have to pass away. And even if it did, guess what? His word would still be standing. Why? Because his word is on, His word is who he is. And so as a result of that, we have to understand that we need the knowledge of prayer. We need the knowledge of fasting because the absence of knowledge is the main reason for destruction. And the absence of revelation uh, is what causes so many of us to be frustrated. Say that again
3: because that's good.
4: The absence of knowledge is the reason for destruction, for destruction. The Bible says my people are destroyed for lack of. No. Knowledge, not really because they didn't have it, but because they reject wait. It. So when you say they reject it, it's when we
3: say we should pray every Tuesday, mm-hmm. but you too busy to come to prayer. Yes. It's when we say we're going <laughs> to fast for 21 days and you say, but my birthday coming up, I'm not about to fast. Mm-hmm. So it's not that you didn't actually have knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's that you actually rejected the knowledge because you somehow believe that God was obligated to do it for you, even
4: though you wouldn't mm-hmm. obey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so there's two points. The absence of knowledge is the reason for destruction. Mm-hmm. The second part of that is the absence of revelation is the reason for frustration. Mm-hmm. Now, what is revelation? Revelation is simply illumination. Yes. Right? Uh, we, if you're going to walk in any truth, we've said this all the time. If you're going to walk in any truth. There are four, four things, things you, you need. You got to have. Number one, you got to have a revelation. You you need a revelation, you need an illumination, your eyes need to be open. Have you ever not known something and then you learn something? You go, Oh my god, how did I not know that? It's like, oh, how how did I miss that? It's revelation for you. And so if you're gonna walk in any truth, and the truth we're talking about now.
2: Hello <laughs> what I if I gotta go blank, meaning they'll still be there. Can we leave the studio and come back Can in? We leave the studio. So we may need to straighten it up. So.
4: It's the same thing. We're well, back. You should be live.
2: All right.
3: I think we ba- we're back. Can you guys see us? All right. Can you see us? Yes, we're back. All right. Thank you for your patience. Hey, we back. Listen, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell you something. Um, There's a scripture that says that the enemy is still the prince of this air and and the God of this world. And I want you to understand that he is so aggravated that an American church would be pressing people into the idea of prayer and fasting because for a long time, the American church really has just been a a good, nice country club. It has been a church. If you think about most churches, most churches don't have healings. Most churches don't have deliverance. What most churches are is a gathering of people who love Jesus but operate powerlessly every single day. It is the reason that we pray for the sick and they don't get well. It's the reason that no addictions are broken and the enemy is stared up That we would begin to teach you guys that there are weapons that will give you authority over them. And they're going to bring you out of being a nice, cute Christian. They are going to bring you out of being a person who is just waiting till you get to heaven for things to get better. They are going to stir you up to become a person who literally knows the weapons of God. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to begin. You are being invited to walk into a level of dimension (coughs) that literally when you speak to something, hell shakes because it knows that you are operating in authority and power now understand this jesus had given his disciples authority and power but when they face certain demons They couldn't do anything about it. And Jesus says to them, he says, there are things that only come out by prayer and fasting. So then Pastor Edwin's in the middle of telling us how the absence of knowledge is the reason for destruction. So then what seems like something to just be a technical glitch is really an... Opportunity of the enemy to get you guys to become distracted by the technical glitch instead of saying, Wait a minute, maybe there are some keys here that I need to be able to operate in so I can walk in victory. And I'm done walking not in victory while I go to church with cute little slogans, but my kids still crazy, my money still crazy, my mind still crazy. No, this year I'm getting some keys and I am coming out with. Power. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Now, babe, you was trying to teach us something. I
4: was simply saying that uh, you know, in order to walk in any truth, there are four things that you need. You need number one, you need a revelation. And that a revelation is simply an illumination. It's the opening of your eyes to something new, something that's Mm -hmm. always been there Mm -hmm. that you didn't know before. Then I said number two, uh, you need a role model. A role model can be someone who is a contemporary. It can be a historical figure. Um, it can be a person you're in close relationship with, but you need someone who has walked out or has made the journey before you mm-hmm. so that you can see that it is possible to make that journey as well. Then I said, number three, the third thing you need is that you need a righteous resolve. You need a, 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 a or, or a regiment of faith is actually number three, mm-hmm. uh, a regiment of faith, meaning that I need a systematic way to, to do number one, the number one point you talked about, which is contending Contending. for the word. I I, I gotta have a a systematic way that I don't allow everything that happens to me in the course of a day to throw me off. If I'm supposed to be praying uh, twice a day, I can't let uh, the fact that I got to cook dinner, I had to work long or something else stop me from that. I have Come to have on. a systematic way to implement that. I need a, a regiment of faith. And then lastly, what I need is what everybody needs is a righteous resolve. I had to have a willingness not to give up in spite of anything that I'm going to contend and hold on to what God has promised because I know That I know the promise is there. That's why something's trying to pull it away. It wouldn't be trying to pull something away from me if it wasn't already mine. And so I already have the promises of God. And because I already have the promises of God, then I'm going to have a righteous resolve. I'm going to hold on and contend for that thing. Well, and
3: I think it's so important because I think that believers really need to understand the enemy likes you ignorant. Sure. He likes you ignorant. Why? Because his your ignorance is how he brings destruction to yeah. you. And he likes you frustrated because frustration goes against your faith, mm-hmm. right? And so you have to get a regiment of faith. I'm going to walk this out. I'm going to use the right weapons. Mm-hmm. See, and the enemy really hates when we get to talking about prayer and fasting because many of us, when we're trying to fight, we're trying to fight using natural weapons. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly where the the enemy wants us. Mm-hmm. Now, let me give you a good example. There's nothing wrong with having a budget, <laughs> right? but you cannot break the spirit of poverty with a budget. You're right. You can't. you can't. The spirit of poverty has to be broken with the truth yeah. of God's word and prayer and fasting. It, and it's,
4: it's back has to be broken.
3: It's back has to yes. be broken. Yeah, yes. I'm feeling stared up. Yes. See, some of you, you've tried to budget your way out of what you need to fast your way out mm. of. And that's why no matter how you budget, it doesn't come out right mm. for you because your issue isn't that you don't have manage money well. Mm. The issue is that the spirit of poverty and the spirit of scarcity is stealing from you every single day. And so the enemy wants you to keep being ignorant about prayer and fasting so that you can keep budgeting every month and coming up short and so then you get frustrated so then when we talk about harvest and release you already think it can't be you mm-hmm. but there are literally things we have broken off of our lives generational curses oh, things yeah. that were inherited oh, to yeah. us by wow. by our bloodline and we have said enough it stops with us I see this meme all the time where people says it stops with me let me tell you something nothing generational no generational Generational curse will stop with you if you are not committed to a lifestyle of prayer and fasting. What it will do is the enemy loves for you to sing about that stuff. He loves for, in fact, let me tell you what the enemy loves. He loves for you to put that stuff on your social media Mm. so he can say, "I'll be a huckleberry." Mm. So he can say, "Let me try you." Mm -hmm. What you you said you a curse breaker? Let me see how you fight. Mm. Let let, let me see how how well do you continue? How well do you Mm contend? Because when you say statements like that, you're actually inviting Satan saying. I'm taking back what you stole from me. So he's looking to see if the best you got is a cuss word because you are mad at the devil. Mm-hmm. Or if you know how to pull out this Bible and begin to pray and contend and stand on the word. And if you literally will say, man, I will fast. See, and this is the kind of stuff that people think we're extreme. But literally, obviously you can't do a no food fast as long. But literally to break the back off some things we fasted things for six months. Mm-hmm. We've been like, for six months, we won't drink a soda. Mm-hmm. For six months, we won't eat fast food. Because when you get serious about operating in the power of God, you will not let your belly. And there's a scripture, I didn't use it. But for many of you, the reason the enemy keeps a hold over you is because your belly it's is your God. your God. Your appetites are your
4: God. And that's the reason you haven't developed this weapon. You know, and when we talk about developing, and i don't we want to get into some of the benefits of fasting and then share with them uh, the actual initiatives. But I'll, I'll say this and then I'll let you kind of kind of take us to the end where you need where we need to be. Fasting develops discipline, it does. And I can't stress enough mm-hmm. the importance of mm-hmm. a disciplined lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So many people are undisciplined. Mm-hmm. And anytime you are undisciplined, it is easy to find the crack that will cause you to Mm -hmm. back up off of what you say is Mm -hmm. yours or what you believe. Um, People, you know, people don't... I, people don't realize it, but, you know, I, I and I've told you this before, it, there are certain times in my life where my body had a craving for something, and I don't like being out of control. I don't mind having a craving for some ice cream every now and then, but if my body starts to yearn for something that's going to cause me to be distracted when I'm working or going to cause me pain because I can't go get it, I will absolutely deny my body from having I I will not be subject to my body. In the tripartite being that God made us, it is spirit, it is soul, it is body, in that order. We were spirit beings before we ever hit the earth. Come on and I will not allow my body. I will not allow some cravings or some desire uh, You know, like you tell you tell people I want you to fast from from your favorite TV show. Oh my god I don't know if I could do that. Then That's the indication you need to fast mm-hmm. You ought to not ever allow something to control you. You are the captain of your soul You are the one who ought to be saying you know what body if you act like this, if you crave sugar like this You won't get it for six months. You won't get it for six months. You got to be disciplined.
3: I don't I don't think people really understand how absolutely gangster we are about the will of God. I, I don't think people really understand this. We we ain't ain't nothing cute about this for us. Right. In fact, if you if 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 you mess around and push
4: us, I love you. Hear me, beef, right? But when my spiritual father said to me. I don't think you, he, we, was, we was on a, we were on a cruise. We were laughing. And you were eating beef and, and I say, every, and I, meal. every meal. And he said, man, you love beef. And I said, I do. He said, I bet you can't give that up for a year. You said, what? You, you, I, for, for a year? I can't. Not, what, what do you mean I can't give it up for a year? It's just food. I am disciplined. I can give up anything I desire because I've developed discipline in my life. And if you develop discipline in your life, the enemy cannot attack you. He just can't why it, you ought to discipline yourself to obey God you ought to discipline yourself to <laughs> obey God if you discipline yourself to obey God the enemy the enemy
3: is nothing to you. Because the reason sin gets advantage over mm-hmm. you is because you're undisciplined. And see, here's the thing the you're Bible says. Away. You're drawn away. you drawn away by the lust of your own in, flesh. In other words,
4: you become undisciplined and you follow after something you don't want. You follow after what God has told mm-hmm. you to leave alone. Yes. And literally people don't,
3: I mean, are we really, try, in, in teaching together, what we really try to do for people is give them a glimpse to behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. To understand the level of intensity We have about anything Mm -hmm. that God says belongs to us and the enemy tries to stand in our way. Literally, there ought to be something. Let me give you an example. If the enemy kept interrupting my sleep. Instead of getting mad, I say, oh, this is what we're doing. Oh, you wanted me on the 3 a.m. prayer watch. Cool. I'm coming for you. What you do is lay in bed and say, I don't understand why I can't sleep. I will make it costly for you to interrupt my sleep. Mm-hmm. When you have tools, when you know who your God is, then when the enemy does stuff to you, you make it costly for him to mess with you. So not so the enemy plays with your marriage. And then what you say is not only is my marriage turned around, but what I'm also going to do is I'm going to help 10 other marriages turn around because you didn't have no business playing with me mm-hmm. because you play with my money. I'm going to help 15 other families break free from death because you shouldn't have played with me. You ought to live in such a way that the enemy says, don't pick her. Mm. Don't pick her. Mm. That ain't what you want. That's not what you want. Many of us are running around here being punked by somebody we already have the authority to Mm. Now, we're not going to really teach these. We're going to list these because I actually want to go through the sheet today. We will come back and teach them next week because we're going to be fasting for three Sundays. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, for three weeks. So we're just going to list them for you. Here are some benefits for fasting. Right. We're not going to read the scriptures. We're just going to do it. The number one benefit for fasting is that fasting will empower you to break. Into new levels. Mm-hmm. Fasting will break, empower you to break into new levels. Amen. Number two is page six, babe. Prayer and fasting will cause the destruction of yokes, which include generational curses spells, enchantments, addictions, and all oppressions of the devil. Mm -hmm. Prayer and fasting will cause the destruction of yokes, which include generational curses, spells, enchantments, addictions, and all oppression of the enemy. You want
4: to take number three? Sure. Number three, prayer and fasting gives you access uh, to increased revelation. Again, we just talked about the need for revelation. Well, when you begin to pray and fast, God will Open up your eyes to things that were always there that you didn't realize. Number four, prayer prayer and fasting will bring speedy
3: restoration of health and vitality. Speedy restoration
4: of health and vitality. And then number five. Prayer and fasting gives you access to next levels of sanctification, and you need to be sanctified. You need to be be cleansed and pured, and we'll talk about that a little later. Yeah, you no, almost said. I, I, yeah, I like. Got I pulled like it in, five, right, and They got you pulling
3: in. <laughs> number six, prayer and fasting is ordained a platform for the express answers of prayers. In other words, prayer and fasting will bring acceleration
4: to your prayer life. Mm. Number seven. Prayer and fasting gives you access to divine guidance. You need guidance. You need revelation and wisdom, insight. You can't this see this is us? what it will do. Access to divine guidance. Yeah, Chris says slow down, but we're just we, we we we're going back and watch it. We're just giving it to you. We're just giving it we're to giving it you. We're going to teach them next yeah, week,
3: yeah. right? <sighs> Prayer. You did eight. I did number seven. You did number eight. Prayer and fasting
4: facilitates access to realms of supernatural breakthrough. Yep. And then number nine, prayer and fasting f- f- facilitates speedy deliverance of your inheritance. Now, now, if you want all these, come back next week. <laughs> come
3: back next week. We're going to teach you how to do them, them next week. week. Yeah. These are the notes for next week. Yeah. But we want to pull up something because we want to show you guys. Number one, we want to talk to you about what the fast is. Now, listen, we tried to make the fast a very easy fast to do. And one of the reasons that we didn't take off some of the things we would normally take off is because it's a pandemic and we know that there are some people who are struggling financially. And one of the things that we talked about is that when people maybe live in food deserts, when people don't have necessarily have access to resources, we didn't take away fast food from this thing because many people feed their families on things like a four four for four or something like that. So we intentionally... Made the fast something that people could do, even if they didn't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, we're going to tell you what the fast is. The fast is it's a fast. Ralph, can you put the sheet up? Can you go to the last sheet? The fast is no sweets, no candy, cookies, cakes or pies, donuts, sweets. It's no junk food, so things that are chips, right? And it's no caffeine, soda, teas, and coffee. Again, we didn't take away some of the things that we normally would take away because we didn't want anyone to struggle to not be able to eat and feed their family during the fast because of the economic time that we are in, right? So no sweets, candy, cookies, cakes, pies, donuts. No junk food, you know, chips, barbecue chips, sour cream and onion chips, right? <laughs>
4: you named a different kind of chips.
3: Cause you gotta say the <laughs> chips for the people, right? What the, the Doritos? No Funyuns. No Hot Cheetos. No Twisty no twisty Cheetos. <laughs> right, right. No, no, no hot, no flaming hot Cheetos. If it's in the chip aisle, <laughs> stay out the chip aisle, okay? And then no caffeine, which is really what's gonna get some of y'all. No soda. No tea from McAllister's, no coffee, no coffee from Starbucks, no ice mocha, no warm mocha, no hot mocha, no cookies, no cakes, no candies, no chips, no sodas, no teas, no coffees. And we start tomorrow morning and we start tomorrow morning. Now,
4: what do you consider morning? <laughs> when you wake up. <laughs> okay.
3: Cause you have to tell the, you're the people. <laughs> Let me help y'all. We start at midnight tonight, there whatever you your midnight there is. There you go. Whatever your midnight is, <laughs> that's when we start. So if you're on the East Coast, then your midnight come before Central and it comes before the West Coast and it come, and, 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 and then if you in in London, you already on your way. So whatever you go eat, you should go ahead and grab it, right? We're going to fast. But if you go back to the first document, the first part of that document, you need to see the things that we are believing for. These are the things that should be a part of your prayer life. This is what we're going to get to you. We're going to get to you. It says, um, so we're saying 2021 is the year of release. Those who sow their tears as seeds will reap a harvest with joyful shouts of glee. They may weep as they go out carrying their seed to sow, but they will return with joyful laughter and shouting with gladness as they bring back arm loads of blessing and a harvest of overflow. Right. So these are the declarations we are making for 2021.
4: Babe, you got it. Uh-uh, but you should probably tell them, though, uh, you can read through that, but you should probably tell them, though, that you're going where you're going to place it. So that because that's I don't know about anybody else that's small for me to see. Uh, but it, where are you going to place this so they'll have access to it? So for,
3: that's why we're creating a group for our virtual partners. And then we're going to put the PDF. Hopefully we're going to put the PDF on the website. OK, so people can go to the website to get it right. On so, the w-
4: just just the website or website in the current group or where? Mm-hmm, the website okay, all right. in the current okay, group. Go mm-hmm. ahead, you got it. No, babe, pull up your. No, thing I mean, so go ahead. My, my computer to... is having some issues over it's
3: here. It's in your email, Ralph. Sent it to. us. <laughs> okay. I'm not playing with Edwin today, y'all. I'm not playing with him, right? Okay, so I'm waiting on Pastor Edwin to get it because he was about to let me work by myself.
4: <laughs> no, you, you have it. I got it with you. Come
3: on. That's okay. Hey, Chris, do you have it? Send it to her, Ralph, because she can come in. She can help read some of these, too. All right. So we're declaring that the year of 2021 is the year of supernatural release, both as a church and as individuals. We're declaring that 2021 is the year of supernatural release, both as a church and as individuals. We are declaring that 2021 is the year of household salvation. 2021 is the year of household salvation. We are declaring that from 2021 onward, our youth is renewed as we walk in health and divine healing, and we are satisfied with God's goodness. Hallelujah. We are declaring from 2021 onward, we will follow God as he goes before us, and he will make our crooked paths straight and break every barrier in our lives. You got some? Go ahead. (laughs) The next one yours (laughs) 2021 is a year filled with revelations of God clearly revealed in the lives of our partners, bringing us into alignment, victory, and freedom. 2021 is a year with the revelations of God clearly revealed in the lives of our partners, bringing us into alignment, freedom, and victory.
4: And then 2021 is a year of grace and glory for every partner of this ministry. Yes, 2021 is a year of integrity and provision for every partner of this ministry. 2021 is a year where we clearly hear the voice of the Lord and we follow him. And from 2021 forward, we put the word first place in our lives and we allow God to direct our path. 2021 is the year of radical obedience for his church and for his and for the partners of this ministry. And then 2021 is the year where the wilderness journey for every partner will come to an end as they obey God and you go into your promised land.
3: 2021
4: onward, we will submit to the
3: authority of the Holy Spirit and exercise the power of God in our lives. From 2021 onward, partners of our church will be known as those satisfied with old age. 2021 is a year of amazing surprises for both the church and the partners. 2021 is a year filled with laughter all the way through. From from 2021 onward, we will not suffer any more dry seasons in our lives. We will be satisfied by the reign of God. 2021 is the year of supernatural prosperity in every area, both as a church and individuals. 2021 is a year where every weapon formed and every tongue that condemns will be openly crushed in Jesus name.
4: Amen. We declare that in Jesus name. In Jesus name.
3: Chris, come on back in. So those are the things we're doing pretty good on time because we're going to come back and teach these things. Hey, Chris. You got to unmute. Hey, everyone. So before we go, we want to know. So this PDF that we just read, we're going to get it out to you so that people can pray over it. I don't think we
4: can hear Chris. You, you think probably you have to turn your volume up a little bit. Where? Right? Wherever
3: your volume is on your computer.
1: Can you hear me? Hear me?
3: I can hear you. So, um, what, what do you think about um, our um, announcements for this year? Our proclamations over 2021?
1: I'm excited. Um, it's always... It's always uh, a blessing to corporately fast. I know we fast on Monday nights to Tuesday, but (laughs) corporately there is power in corporate. There is power in unity and power in agreement. So I'm excited about the prayers every single morning. That's going to be real, real big and different. So set your alarms for 6.20 a.m. to know to wake up set your notifications for 6 20 a.m. because we will be here live praying the word um it'll be it'll be morning and we'll be decreeing and declaring these fasting initiatives so we're all speaking the same language we're all declaring the same thing for 2021 entering into 2021
3: so Malisha just says she wants to become a virtual partner. So let's put the card back. I mean, let's put the link back up so people can become virtual partners. You know, Pastor Edwin and I, we're very serious that this is going to be a year of massive breakthrough for our partners who will participate with us. We are all, we've are we already started praying and fasting for this year. Our expectation is that literally one of the things that's really um, going to um, be a really big deal is that we are believing there will be no more dry spells in the last last. The last of our partners, that this year dryness will be broken. We're fasting for 21 days. We will start Monday and we will go through the 31st. We will start Monday and we will go through the 31st. No cookies, no junk, no sweets, no caffeines. Does anybody have any questions? You got anything else you want to
4: say? <laughs> He's so cute.
3: Anybody got any questions? That's a good question, Becky. We're fasting for 21 days. So we'll start on the 11th. We'll finish on the 31st.
4: So you may have to wait a moment because if you ask for questions, it's about 13 to 14 second delay. Okay. So you may get some questions to come in.
2: Okay.
3: Oh, good question. Central Standard Time. It's So if you're the East Coast, it's 720. Somebody said it's pudding junk. Yes, ma'am. It's also a sweet. All coffee
4: all yeah. caught cuz
3: y'all trying to battle to keep your decaf. Now
4: here's here's what I will tell you. And this Go is probably, this is probably where you don't have to move your computer over the can no, over there. Right. <laughs> uh this is probably where my Koji comes in a little bit. Come on Koji. Listen. The fast is not supposed to be about you spending a bunch of time figuring out what you can and can't eat. You're supposed to be spending time listening to the voice of God. um, It's it's an opportunity for you to set some things aside that you typically would enjoy. Uh, And knowing that you do that, you're asking God during this time of dedication, I want you to speak to me. I want you to to, to give me insight and revelation about my life, what you want to do in me, what you want to do through me and what you want to do for me. If you got to try to figure out whether you can sneak it in and eat it, eat it. I mean, don't don't become so legalistic with it that you lose the essence of why we're doing this. We are doing this because the Bible says when you fast, it didn't say if you fast, we're doing it because it's an opportunity for us to come together at the beginning of the year and to say, hey, corporately, here's what we're believing for for the rest of this year. So let's get our foundation set. And the way we're going to do that is we're going to do it through a fast. And the truth of the matter is some of you are if you're honest, you you've really never done a fast where you had to be disciplined enough to say, oh, I really want some X, but I'm not going to eat it because I'm dedicating this time to God. And so that's what it's about. So don't 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 spend your time trying to uh figure out what you what you can or can't eat. If if if, if you if you think it's a so sweet, don't eat it. If you don't think it's a so sweet, then okay, you ain't convicted, eat it then. Uh, but just make sure that you're 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 being your heart's in your fast
3: yes I'm gonna ask something because Chris probably is gonna add something
4: but somebody said what am I gonna drink water <laughs> no water you're gonna no not to be funny or to be rude but if you're asking that question you're probably not drinking enough water during the day and uh, and, not, and not drinking enough water and during the day can be um, can can be um, bad for your health so yes drink drink water drink water.
3: Well, and I think that this is really important. If you already find yourself trying to figure out how to keep something, give it up. Yeah. Because we didn't tell you to give up vegetables. We didn't even take away meat in this fast. So if you literally sitting here saying, yeah, well, can, I have, yeah. can I have Can I have decaffeinated coffee? No coffee? No coffee. No coffee. No tea. Drink water. And if water. you say you
4: can't function without your coffee, then you, you need, need deliverance. To you need deliverance. deliverance. All right, Chris, what you got?
1: Oh, I was going to say to, uh, I saw a comment to sh- that someone, this is a very first fast. Yes. So, shout out to those of you who are saying, "You know what? I'm going to do this with That's this right. ministry. I believe in 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 the prophet. I believe in the word of the Lord, yes. and I've never done this before. This is a little scary." Shout out to you, and what I'll say is that you stay plugged
4: into the word. Yes, the come to prayer. Come to, pray come Get to prayer every morning. It'll help you your voice for the day. Yes. Join the command your day program, it'll hit you, it'll help you set your course for the day.
1: Yes, and also for us veterans, do not shame the people who who may, you know, and if and it. if you blow it
4: and you miss it, don't don't be like, well, okay, I missed today. I'm just gonna wing <laughs> out. No, just stop right there and just start over.
1: Also, to be in expectation every single day. Yes, every single day that the yoke is destroyed, whatever it is, that you are in expectation that this fast is going to give you help. The Bible said it's going to spring suddenly. You're in expectation that, oh, I've been having some migraines. OK, you're getting rid of that sugar. You're getting rid of that. Oh, I noticed I can. Sh- do the things you can't do, but be in expectation and obedience and watch God, watch watch the power of God. I can't wait for next Sunday to hear all the testimonies about healings, uh, deliverances, all the things that fasting does.
3: No, and I really love this. And I, I just love this. I love even the three of us together, because what you actually see is the difference in the in the gifts that God has given us. Right. You see us. Chris is coming in very pastorally. Pastor Elwin is talking about order and all of that thing. And I'm really, you know, as as a prophet, I'm really sitting here saying to you guys, I really want you to think about this. Any food or any drink that's fighting for you, that's trying to take its place to you right now, you listen to all of those things we talked about that we're believing to happen in your life. Are you really telling me that some tea, some pudding, some cookies is worth your breakthrough? Because, again, it goes back to that scripture that your God is your belly. And here's how you can see your God is your belly. The fast hasn't even started, but your flesh is fighting. (laughs) You got all day to eat everything you want to (laughs) eat. Your flesh is fighting to keep stuff. It's fighting to keep stuff. And none of the stuff that anybody has named do you need for nourishment. We didn't say go on a no food fast, fast no food for seven days. You need to understand how the enemy, um, operates in your life. We told you, you can eat all the fruits and vegetables you want. You can eat meat. We didn't even take your bread, but you're over here fighting. Can we eat? Understand this. Can we eat thing? That is really your flesh trying to keep advantage over you. It is really your flesh saying to you, how can we get the most God has for us while giving up the least? and you got to begin to know that because we're only even drawn away by the lust of our own flesh and many of you, it is your desires, it is your flesh, it is your stomach that keeps you in bondage and hear me, all of you who I'm talking to who's struggling with this, you're not overweight but it's still your appetite it's your desires, you've never learned how to say no to your desires, you got
4: to discipline yourself
3: you give your flesh what it wants and that's the reason you can't can't stop cussing people out. That's the reason you can't stay consistent in your giving. That's the reason that every time trouble starts, you falling on the floor and throwing a temper tantrum, kill your flesh. Pastor Elwyn and I, we really have a rule that if we're fasting and our body tries to fight for something that wasn't on the that's on the fast list. A great example would be one time we did a Daniel fast mm-hmm. and your body started fighting for potatoes. Mm-hmm. So you took potatoes totally off mm-hmm. because your body was looking for potatoes to be that expression of you having dominion and control. Some of us just need to grow up. We, we do.
4: We need to grow up. <laughs> All right, Prophet
3: Sean. (laughs) I mean, do you want to be free or do you want to be full and powerless? Y'all so cute. Y'all just laugh. All right. Maybe you want to give your life to Jesus today because let me tell you something. Fasting and prayer means nothing if you don't know Jesus. So if you want to accept Jesus as your personal Savior, you can put it in the comments. If you want to rededicate your life, you can put that in the comments. But many of you, you may need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You may be you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And the reason you're having to depend so much on willpower is that you've never let the power source come and take advantage of your life. Mm. And I know that for many of us, we grew up in churches where we thought that once we got saved, we didn't need the infilling right? But you need the infilling. Number one, one of the greatest things about the infilling is your prayer language. The Bible says when we don't know what to pray, that the spirit makes intercession for us. When we're praying in tongues, the Holy Spirit is making intercession for us, but it also creates, it also gives us the opportunity to, um, to grow up, to come into truth, um, Vita said, I've been taking communion with juice. Can I continue to do that? Yes, you can continue to do that. You absolutely can, right? And so um, if you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, we want to pray. Just
4: don't make communion a whole meal. No, <laughs> they said, don't make communion
3: a whole meal. Now you have you, to tell you, the same. Now you
2: Now you got eight ounces of
3: juice. Now <laughs> for lunch, you got eight ounces of juice and half a loaf of French bread right. You just, I mean, listen. And so, um, um, and, and so if you want to be filled with the Holy spirit, man, you need power in your life. You need power in your life. There are just too many powerless saints. And we want to break you out of this place of powerless, but we can't come and fast for you. You got to come and join this with us. See, they laughing, right? Thank right. You. I love what BJ said. She said, Feel me again until I overflow. So which one of you want to pray for the people who need to be filled with the Holy Ghost? Which one of y'all got it? Chris pray for. I you. knew she was gonna <laughs> tell Chris to pray. I knew he was.
1: Oh, I love y'all. if you wanted to be filled with the Holy Ghost, listen, we 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 love to laugh at this church, we take God seriously, but there is no a spookiness about this. Um, we don't have to be super quiet and just lame and boring to receive the power of the Holy Ghost. So, if you're wanting to receive the power of the Holy Ghost, just in order for us to know, just lift your hand—a hand emoji. Say me, hey me. I'm I'm saying it with y'all. Me feel me again. Feel me again. So, as those emojis are going up, Father, we thank you. We thank you for your presence. We thank you yeah. for. Love. And we just invoke and we invite you, Holy Spirit, to fill us, junk out and Holy Ghost in. That's all I'm saying. Junk out and Holy Ghost in. And as we fast that you will begin to purify our hearts to to be more like you to talk like you and to walk like you in the name of Jesus. And so we believe we receive that we are filled with ultimate Holy Ghost power, Deuteronomy's yes. power, power to, to, to believe, power to be obedient in the name of Jesus. God, we just love you for it. It is done, amen. And so
3: I want you to just not just go for the power, but I also want you to go for the baptism of the to- of tongues, praying yes. in tongues. So here's the thing. You know, I always love to tell this story because I feel like nobody worked harder to get filled with tongues than I did, right? And it really is because I came from so much bad teaching about tongues. And so I, listen, I went, Probably, I done had 20 people lay hands on me when I wanted to pray in tongues. And finally, I'll never forget Pastor Carol at World Changes. She said to me, God is not going to make you open your mouth. You've got to let it flow. So I'll tell you the things that are practical about it. When you ask to be filled with the Holy Spirit, he will give you a prayer language. And sometimes you can only hear one or two words. Some people get it really fluid, whatever. But you actually have to open your mouth and say it. And I get it depending on what kind of background you come from. You may be embarrassed saying it in front of other people. So you may have to do it in the shower. You may have to go get in a closet. But really, the Holy Spirit is not going to make you speak in tongues. You are going to have to get quiet and hear that prayer language rumbling on the inside of you. And then you're going to have to open your mouth. And then what we found is that as you open your mouth, then you, more and more language will come to you. In the beginning, you you may not be able to say but two words you know everybody has a prayer language and here's the thing that if you listen to people's prayer language nobody's prayer language is the same right and and it, it's it's a little bit like trying to fake a prayer language is a little bit like trying to fake that you know spanish because you can say the phrase as long as the person is there saying it with you but then when they're gone you can't say it again right And so you wanna pay attention to that phrase and maybe your phrase is just, you just can hear two words, right? I think for probably a week, all I could hear was two, all I could articulate was two words. But the more you do it, the more proficient you will become at it. We don't always pray in the spirit on the live, but we are gonna take a second to pray in the spirit because sometimes it activates people. And so we're gonna begin to pray in the spirit for about 30 seconds here. And we want you to pay attention for those of you who are hearing. And listen, You're even if you're paying attention to us, you're going to hear that all of our prayer languages sound different because listen, we cannot be uncomfortable praying in the spirit because praying in the spirit is power, right? So we're going to take about 30 seconds. We're going to pray in the spirit for those of you who are like, I want to pray in the tongue because there are some people out here you actually want to pray in tongues even though you may be a little scared of it, even though you may have heard that it didn't take all of that. But listen, it's a free gift. And every Everybody loves free gifts. How many things have you signed up for because it had a free gift, Chris? Lots. Just, just, lots of things. It's a free gift. Don't miss your gift. So we're going to take about 30 seconds starting now, praying tongues. And then those of you who are believing, those of you who are there, you praying tongues for the people who are also believing. We believe that people are going to be filled and get their prayer language this morning. Amen. Rona na bandele mekeshe iko soto sotho mandele be kosotho rona na bandele mekeshe they eko soto mandele be kosotho rona na bandele eko sotho bandele mekeshe na bandele bo ro inana bandele mekeshe they inana me kosotho be keshe they rona na bandele mekeshe inana bandele le kosotho rona na bandele mekeshe they inana bandele I just saw Tiff. She said, I want her free gift. We call for the release of her gift of tongues right now in the name of Jesus. Activate, activate. You may want to touch your belly. You may want to touch your chest and just be like, do it for me too. do it for me, too. I don't want other people to have it and I don't have it, too. So listen, if you just heard two words, if you got a paragraph, if you got a sentence, whatever it is, we want you to to go in. And then I love that somebody said, Pamela said, I need to pray in tongues daily. Every day of this fast, we are asking you to pray in the spirit. So prayer team, we're asking you to spend at least a minute at the beginning and a minute at the end praying in tongues for people who want to develop this gift who are not ashamed of what God is doing and so we are thankful hallelujah people are saying unlock and activate my gift unlock and activate my gift you really got to train yourself to come out of English to go in and listen in the deep part of you in your belly that's why it says out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water we command the rivers of living water and there are people on here they at least a couple of people on here who literally I helped you get filled with the Holy Spirit via messenger. And so, you know, it can be done. You might want to tell them they can get it. They don't have to have somebody. Um, Bianca says she repeatedly said, hallelujah, until it began to flow. She just began to praise God and praise God and praise God. And it began to flow. So we want to challenge you. Listen, we're going all the way. We're not going to be a powerless church. We're not going to be a broke down, battered church. We're going after everything that God has for us. We're standing in a authority over the power when I say going after what God has for us I don't mean stuff I mean we're going after the power of God because the power of God will produce any material thing that we need you see what I'm saying and so listen so if you got filled with your language today let us know if it happens in the midnight hour if it happens tomorrow let us know let us know um Tongues are necessary. They are needed for the believer. Um, hopefully Pastor Edwin will give us some teaching about that this year. So you had an opportunity to give your life to Jesus. You had an opportunity to get filled with the spirit. You had an opportunity to be refreshed with the flowing, the t- with the tongues, the, spir- the spiritual prayer language. And so every day this fast, we're going after those gifts. We're going after that freedom because there are literally some things that will be broken off of your life just because you learn how to pray in the spirit to pray what really needs to be prayed instead of what your flesh needs to be prayed right so tomorrow morning 6:30 a.m. central is going to be um, prayer and we're going to they're going to pray about 15 20 minutes every morning um and you'll be able to go if you can't watch it live go back and watch it remember the fast is no sweets no coffee no tea um no chips Right. Basically, we're going to stay away from junk and we're going to stay away from caffeine. We're going to stay away from sweets and you're going to have access. I believe Ralph has already put it on the website um, where you can go and get the initiatives, the declarations, the proclamations that we are making. Um, and we just believe God. Either one of y'all got anything else? You want
2: to say?
3: Oh, yes. It's your opportunity to give this morning. Something supernatural happens when you give. Something supernatural happens when you give. Ways to give, giblify, push pay, tithely, or text to give. Hallelujah. Something supernatural happens when you give. This is your year not to go backwards financially. This is your year. Some of you are going to make more than you've ever made. And, because, and you're going to sow more than you've ever made. Amen. That's my expectation in 2021. Amen. I'm going to give more. I'm going to tithe more than I've ever given. I'm going to make more than I've ever made because mm-hmm. I want to finance the kingdom. Amen? Amen. 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 Jamie says she's so excited. She's so excited. She's so excited. Who else is excited? So we want to encourage you to sow. We're believing, we really are believing for supernatural breakthrough mm-hmm. for the people of God. Supernatural breakthrough, right? Again, if you mess up on the fast, you accidentally throw something in your mouth, you you done ate a Hershey's kiss before you realize it. Don't eat 27 of them now. Just go my bad and come on back. Just go my bad and come on back. Just right? go
4: my bad all day.
1: Exactly.
3: <laughs> Just go my bad all day, right? Come back. So (laughs) discipline yourself. Don't let your God be your belly. And some of you also may want to write down things that, you know, as you look at these declarations, these proclamations that Pastor Edwin and I and the leadership team are making over you, that specific things God wants to do in that area for you. Like I just heard this right here that for somebody, um, 2020 was your last year of insufficiency in your account with your last year of going back and having insufficient funds in your account, because that's going to be broken over your life. In fact, somebody, um, it's just the way your family has lived with insufficiency. It's just the way that you have lived running out that Thursday night, that Wednesday night, getting those hits, getting those extra charges. And I believe we're believing God that that will be
4: broken off of your life. And you know, and and I want to say this because as you were saying that I heard the Lord say this, some of, some of the people who this applies to is not because they don't make enough money. Yep. It's because you lack the discipline to govern your finances accordingly.
2: Mm-hmm. And so you
4: don't balance your statement, you don't write things down, you're swiping your card at all different times, you're not being mindful of it, and then you're ended up wasting money through extra charges and those kind of things. And if you will learn to discipline yourself in one area, you'll discipline yourself, your, yourself in another area and you'll stop having all that happen through the fast.
3: No, absolutely. There's gonna be break because it's
4: not a money issue. It's not a money it's a issue. Discipline
3: issue. It's and 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 the obedience and the discipline matters because that's how you're gonna crush that spirit yeah. of poverty. Yeah. That's how you're going to crush it. Somebody just said that's me. Amen. We believe the that, that that will be broken over your life in the name of Jesus. Chris, do you have anything? You said something earlier about migraines. Um, and so people, we believe that for people, there are gonna be some people that you are gonna find out that your migraines they are caffeine induced. Yeah, your your, your migraines are caffeine induced.
1: Yes, So clear is. up. A lot of things are gonna happen in your midsection when you read the sugar. Just be excited. I'm excited. I I know I am. I'm just excited. You can take some before pictures on your phone. Not not taking them. Not we don't want to see them. But just follow your journey as you're writing with the Lord. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, it can be a good thing. It's not. None of this is grievous. I know when we hear fasting, it's like, oh man, no, this is an opportunity for us to um, advance the kingdom.
4: And remember, you know, when we talk about that that very first point we made about contending, right? You know, you may get a headache or you may make get something to happen to you when you start to take caffeine away or sugar away or, or, or certain sweets away it's just your body detoxing though. it's your body trying to get you to go back to it ain't nothing wrong with you uh you know you just ain't you just ain't had a bunch of caffeine and so your body's like oh wait we need caffeine and those receptors in your in your nerves endings and everything is telling your body that you need it you don't you're gonna be fine you're not gonna die uh you know don't be like oh my god if I don't get some coffee I'm gonna die no you're not you're gonna be just fine uh just just contend, push through, and stay with the fast. And I love what Joshua said, and really this will help many of you. If you will drink a lot of
3: water... You will push out some of that garbage in you and it will help you not have your head hurt so much, but you got to drink some water. And because this isn't a no food, no water fast, man, you can do this. You can break up with some of these things. Your body will act up. Your body will act up. In fact, the degree to your body acting up, it will show you how undisciplined you've actually been in your food. Mm All right. So I think that's it prayer tomorrow at 6.30 a.m. Chris and Valley, you guys did a beautiful job as always. Shout out to Ralph. Y'all don't know this, but Pastor Ralph and Chase, they work behind the scenes in order to be able to um, um, help um, to make sure all the comments and all that stuff gets up. Don't forget to sow your seed this morning. Um, Believe for something supernatural breakthrough to happen in your finances. Welcome all the first time fasters. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We got so many people who said I've never done a corporate fast. I've never fasted this long welcome first time
4: faster well, you pick the right church to do it yes. the
3: right church and welcome back some of you who know the old school power of abundant life fast yes. you to see it again welcome back right Yeah. So morning prayer will be on this page on yep. the foc page yep it will be on the foc page All right, we love you guys so much and we just decree and declare that this is your year of release and that every yoke against your life be broken now in the name of Jesus. We declare the release of supernatural wisdom and instruction and revelation that will cause you to walk in freedom that you have never walked in before. We declare that you and your household will be saved. We declare that you are the people who will be identified as those satisfied with long life. We declare that you have ended the season of dry spaces. There are no more dry spaces in your life Lord. because you are being Watered by the reign of God We declare that you are healthy Wealthy and strong We declare that you operate in the peace of God We declare that sin has no Authority over you We declare that you are victorious This is your Year of release aye, 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 aye. Glory to God <laughs> Glory
2: to God <laughs>
3: All right. Happy birthday to all the January birthdays. We love y'all so much. See you at prayer tomorrow morning. God bless you. And we are
2: out. Peace. Bye-bye. Bye.